is a continuation of a mitzvah which is written in the Torah. We don't know it so well known because it's not a mitzvah which applies to us. But nevertheless, it was a mitzvah which was given to Moshe Rabbeinu. And in Dvarim Perak Chofzayim, Moshe tells Klaishah like this, Vayetzav Moshe v'zikni Yisrael as-Sa'am leymar, shamar eskol ha-mitzvah sh'anoichim etzav eschem ayam. Moshe and the Zakanim have a special instruction to the Jewish people to guard all the mitzvahs which is going to command them. And what's this referring to? So there's a mitzvah like this, Vahaya bayoyim v'shetav v'shayarden. The day that you cross the Jordan River, to the land that Hashem is going to give you, the day they cross the Jordan River. So that's my the day we're talking about now. We're speaking about the time that Israel are crossing the Jordan River. So what was the mitzvah which was given to them? So Moshe You should set up for yourselves big stones. You should then cover these stones with silver, which is a kind of a plaster. And the reason for that is it's very hard to write on stone. But if you use some kind of a white plaster on the stone, then you can etch words into the plaster. And therefore you have Does to write... Mean that the means the etching, like the digging out, carving out the letters? Not just no, it doesn't, have to, it doesn't have to be engraving. But it's easier to write on the surface of the plaster than the right. surface of stone. It's called Divrei HaToyra Hazois And therefore, after you cross the Yadin River, you have to write all the words of the Torah on these stones. So that, in this marriage, you'll come into the land that Hashem has given you. So that's the first part of the mitzvah. It sounds rather odd. Like, what's the whole point? Let me explain. 100%. What's the point of this mitzvah? But firstly, what the mitzvah was, that's the first part. And then in Pasuk Dalet, there in the Torah, Moshe has a second point. And he says, Then it will be when you cross the Yarden, These stars which I've told you about, you must set them up, the ones I just commanded you about, where will you set them up? You have to send them up in Har Eivo, and then again, You must want to be cut to in plaster, and you must use it to build a Mizbech. You'll use these stones and her able as a basis for a Mizbech. Okay. So, looking at the Pasuk in the Torah, and there, one last Pasuk, when it's talking about the stones that you will build in her able, then it finishes off there as well. That you should write on the stones all the words of the Torah. As well explained. And Rashi the Torah says it means in 70 languages. Okay, so we have seen a number of interesting points what this mitzvah was. Even before we come to be medayik exactly what the Apostle says, more than that. But the first point, the mitzvah was the day that they crossed the Yarden River. They had to take stones. You must take these stones, you must coat them with plaster, and you have to write to them all the words of the Torah. Then it repeats. Wasn't it a tragedy when, when they translated the Torah into Greek? Yes. And here they're doing it to seventy languages. Yeah. yeah, it's a question which we need to explain. Maybe it's not get to Hanukkah, so we'll talk about it tomorrow. Maybe it's an answer point to talk about. What is the difference between the translation of the Torah here and the translation of the Torah into Greek? Yes, so that's a good point. 
and we can discuss that. But as I showed in the meantime, the first point was the first point was that they had to set up these stones, coat them, like I said, in plaster, wrap the tar on them. And then I repeat a second time. When you cross the Yadin River, you'll take these stones, you'll set them in her able, you'll use them there to build them in Zbayak, and once again, you'll write all the Debra Torah on these stones. And we're going to see, Be'ez Hashem, it's a, it's a discussion in the Gemara, whether the Torah is referring to two separate sets of stones, one which had to be set up when they crossed the Yadin, and the second one which had to be set up in her able, or it's talking about the same stones, which had to move location from the Yadin to her able. So therefore, the Mitzvah of Klaishal were commanded was when you cross, the day, not later, the day you cross the Yarden, then you have to set up these stones. What's the significance of this? What was the point of these stones? And why did it have to be done the day that they came into Eretz So before we answer the questions, which we will be Hashem, let's first see what the Novi says, because this is exactly what Yeshua now is going to instruct the people to do. Now that they're crossing the Yarden River, so now this mitzvah becomes the Maitre. And therefore the Pasuk says at the beginning of Perek, when all the people had finished crossing the Yarden River, Hashem instructs Yashur regarding the same mitzvah. And he says, Take from the people twelve representatives, there will be one person from each shavit. That's a simple reading of the Pasuk. But if you look at the Midrashim, it's Ish Echod, Ish Echod. Twice. Twice you need to take one man from each other. Which means there are two representatives from each other. And you're going to see there's this question of do they take one set of stones or two sets of stones? Exactly the same as we saw about before. Wait, so that means what we said earlier, Levi wasn't part of this? Levi was. So then. Menashe Nefaim was one. Yosef was one. Ah, uh, snaps. Yeah. Vitzavo yeah. Isam and you'll instruct these 12 people that you've just set aside, and you'll tell them, Take from inside the Yarden, from under where the Konyam was standing, who they're standing on the banks of the river. Prepare yourself 12 stones. You will carry these stones across the Yarden with you. And you'll carry them to the place where you're going to camp the first night after they get through the Yadin River. And therefore, the instruction was to take the stones, 12 of them. The instruction was to carry the stones from the Yadin River to wherever the campsite was going to be that night. So that's what Hashem told Yeshua. So now Yeshua you know, tells the people. Yeshua called over these 12 men, which he had prepared from all the Shvatim of Yisrael. And then again, either one person from each Shavit, or the Torah repeats it, it's talking about twice. He says, I one person from each Shavit. In other words, with Aaron standing on the banks of the Yarden, so they go in front of the Aaron into the riverbed of the Yarden. Each person should carry a stone on his shoulder. The misfar shift table in Israel. So we have 12 people carrying 12 stones. So until now, it sounds like uh, what the Torah Hashem told him to do. Hashem told him to choose stones. And uh, he, he set aside, he designated 10, 12 people to choose, to take the stones. 
very good. That's what I was going to. That's what I was going to say. That you should add another point that the stones have to be taken from the Kohenim's where the Kohenim was standing under their feet, so to speak. And what's more interesting is the next person, and that's something new which the Torah never said. And that is, Yeshua tells them, The stones you're taking are going to be a sign. When your children will ask you tomorrow, What are these stones for? So we're setting up these stones. What's the purpose of the stones? You'll tell your children, It'll be a sign, it's a reminder, a memorial to the fact that the waters of the Yarden split, split in front of the iron of Hashem. When the iron of Kodesh touched the, well, the people holding it, touched the water of the iron, then the water split. And therefore, these stones are a sign for Klai Yisrael. So Yeshua doesn't say anything about writing the Torah on the signs. Yeshua doesn't say anything about carrying them to Haraval. We're going to see what comes next. These are, it seems like different stones. Stones which were meant to be a, a memorial to the nace that happened on the Yadav. Now, before the question of, so why was this new, so to speak, uh, memorial necessary? Right? The, the other question we can ask, which I want to answer first, is we, this seems like a little bit of a concept we haven't found in the Torah. If you make like memorials in places, right? we, didn't, we, don't, we didn't make a statue in Harsinai to remind us of Harsinai. We didn't make a memorial by Yamsuf to remind us of Yamsuf. Right here we find that you're making a memorial to a place. Where nace happens, so we make a, a pile of stones, so to speak, as a reminder of the place. This is something we haven't seen so much in the Torah. We didn't find it by the travels of Yitzhak and Yaakov, that they made simonim of the place and they called it certain names? They called it names, like the Torah calls the places of Klai Yisrael travels in the Midbar. The Mizbech wasn't meant to be a memorial. The Mizbech was meant to be a way to bring Kavans. Oh, okay. So... Okay. So what's the, what's, the, what's the significance over here? So this is an interesting point. And this is one of the changeovers we see between the Torah and the Nevi'im. And that is, when the Torah wants to remind us of an incident, the Torah gives us a mitzvah. Whether it's a mitzvah of Mitzrayim, or the mitzvah of remembering Har Sinai, or remembering a Amalek, or remembering whatever else happened in the Midbar. Right? So the, the way that the Torah makes us rem- remember events, remember miracles, it gives us a mitzvah in conjunction with the miracle. Even the mitzvah of circus is reminded of the non-Yakovit. Right? Post-Torah, there are no more mitzvahs. We can't make a new date on the calendar to remember the day we came to the Yagin. We don't have to add some new religious significance, so to speak, to remember other mitzvahs. We don't add to the mitzvahs. In fact, in fact, obviously, ask the Rambam in his Haktama to, to Perisha, to the to Halacha. Right? So how could Chazal Metakin Chanakin for it? Right? If you're not allowed to add days to the calendar, and we're not allowed to add to the minion of the mitzvahs that the Torah gave us, so what are we doing? Adding new events. And each one explains what exactly the significance, what, where Chazal saw a reference in the Torah to the fact that we're allowed to add something new. Without some kind of illusion in the Torah that they were meant to do such a thing, you wouldn't be able to do it. And therefore, being as, other, other way to and being as we didn't have the option of making a new date in the calendar to remind us of the nace of coming to the Yarden, so therefore Yeshua looks to do something else. 
And that's to put up stones as a reminder in the place that at least people see this reminder, and that's why it says a very similar lashon into what says in the Torah about Tzitz Mitzrayim. When it talks about Seder night, and the Torah gives us mitzvahs, you eat matzahs, you say the story, you drink whatever it is, and your children will ask you, what are you doing? And you will tell them the story of Mitzrayim. And now we don't have the option of making mitzvahs, so instead, you show us that you're going to stay up these stones, and the lashon is very similar. And when your children will ask you tomorrow, saying, what are these stones? Then you'll tell them, you'll tell them the story of, of, of Yadim. In other words, if you want to make a memorial, because we can't do it with mitzvahs, you have to do it with a place. Are there any other examples of this? Yes, as we go to the north. There's lots of other examples of this. That uh, they wanted to make a, a memorial to something that was with a place, because they didn't have the option of making a new mitzvah or a new um, something to do, so to speak. To remind us of the. No, as I said, Moshe never started to set up the stones as a memorial to the miracle. Moshe had told us to take the stones and write all the Torah on it. We still have to explain, as I said, we will, why he did this. What is the point of writing the Torah on stones? What Yeshua adds here is that the to set up stones as a reminder to the nest. As a reminder to the nest. Are these the same stones or these different stones? Let's be see. There's a machlokus in the Gemara about this. If the stones you're talking about here are the same stones as Moshe, and uh, you should have just added another nuance to the stones. If they're also meant to be a reminder to the nest, before there was, like we saw before, ish echad, ish echad, there were separate groups of people. There was one group of 12 people carrying stones, which would be used for the stones that Moshe wanted, to set up a Mizbech and write them into the words of the Torah. And there was now a second group of people who were carrying stones, and those were to set up a memorial at the banks of the Yarden for a reminder of the nest. Rashi in the Torah goes even a step beyond that. And Rashi says in the Torah that there were three groups of stones. You know this from the extra pasuk? There were three groups of stones. One they set up on the banks of the Yarden River itself. Right, exactly where the Torah shall cross, that's where they set up the first group of stones. And then there was a second one where they, where they rested that night, and there's a third one in, in Avon, in Haran. And then again, Rashi says also, okay, we learned from the pasuk, it's a bit of a question, but Rashi understood the Pasuk for us to mean that there was, because it was meant to be this simon to the Kaish while crossing the Yarden, so it had to be by the Yarden. And if that's the case, it wasn't like it was put in connected where they were in the Yarden, where they crossed, that's where they left the stones. That was a symbol of Kaish miraculous crossing of the Yarden. So, so that was the first, that's the first thing you should tell them. And Kaish did that. Vayasu came b'nei Yisrael, kashet tzivu Yeshua, vayisu shteim esrei avadim itach ha-yarden, kashet diba Hashem l'yeshua, the place where they rested that night, that's where they put the stones. They left them over there. Now, this is where Rashi gets his third set from. Twelve stones Yeshua sets up in the Yarden, where the heat of the coin was standing. And they're there until today. So we have stones which are set up in the Arden. We have stones which are set up, which are taken to the place where they arrested that night and were set up over there. Those were meant to remind you about the stones that were by the feet of the Karim. And therefore those were meant to remind us of the stones that were by the feet of the Karim because when the Arden came back down again, so I'm not sure we'll be able to see the the first ones which were the demarcation of exactly where the nest happened. So the Fides, it was in the place where the Karim stood, but when the water came back, it would be underwater. Now, this, what was the point of these stones? So the point of Yeshua's stones, we understand, 
was meant to be a reminder to her nest. And being as, like I said, we can't make reminders in time or reminders in practice, so only other option is to make reminders in place. Right, which what you should do. What was the idea of, this, of the, the stones that Moshe Rabbeinu wanted them to carry? And set up the day they came across the Yavnin River. So, this is a, and you saw we're still going to develop more Be'ez Hashem when we talk about how Grism her able, but basically, there was a, there was an, uh, the Gemara says that when Klai Yishol were crossing the Yadin River, they were midway across the river, so to speak, Yishol stops them over there. And he says, I'm making a condition with you. Rabbi said, we're crossing the Yishol on condition you keep the Torah. If not, we're not going one step further. And obviously in that position, when they have this mountain of water that's standing next to them, they all agree to keep the Torah. So, what's the point of that? What's the point of that? That the idea was that Klai Yisrael's kayak or ability to go into Yisrael was only in the Tzchus of the Torah. In the Tzchus of the Torah, that, and therefore, the, it, it was clear, um, Yeshua wanted to make it graphically clear to them. And by stopping them in the middle of their crossing of the yard, they said, now's the time that we're going to reaffirm our commitment to Torah because that's the Tzchus we have. You see, the wall of water, that's the Tzchus we have, that's how we're going in. The idea of the stones which are going to build, which are going to build, and write the whole Torah on it, is that is the and you say the same you said the same principle if you're going to build the Eretz Yisrael if you're going to create a new country a new society whatever it is Eretz Yisrael the building blocks literally are the stones which you have to turn on that is, and that's what the we across the Yarden what schools are we taking with us to Eretz Yisrael the fact that we're going to use it to build it up, the, the, the Mokum Torah we're going to use it to build what the Torah wants us to do that was the first part how good my the second point we'll still talk about that by Hashem that was understanding of why Moshe Rabbein tells him, Dafka the day that you cross the Yarden, you have to build these stones. And you have to write the whole Torah on it. This is the first time. When he, after the says you have to write the Torah, Be'er Hated in 70 languages. The first time he just said you have to write the Torah. It was a message for Klai Yisrael. A message for Klai Yisrael that we, coming into Eretz Yisrael, with this chus, with this chus of the Torah. I'll just finish the last with a historical anecdote, and this lesson revolves around this point, and by tomorrow we'll carry on the discussion. And that is, you know, when uh, Zionism became a major force in the early 1900s, right, that, yeah, Jews want a national homeland, they want to return to the ancestral, so to speak, territory. Right? So, even though it was a time when there was a lot of nationalism in the world, and there was a lot of movements of ethnic, ethnic groups to return to their cultural homeland. So, Zionism became a similar kind of a movement. So, we want to return to our ancestral homeland. So, the Gedalim at the time pointed out that there's an internal contradiction. Because our only connection to Israel is because of the Torah. That it's not that we're living the life that the people were living 2,000 years before. You weren't speaking the language, you weren't talking, dressing the dress, you weren't in any way similar to the Jews that left Eretz Yisrael 2,000 years before. Our connection to Eretz Yisrael was only because of our, our, our history, of our heritage, of our Torah. So if you're going to say that we want to go back to Eretz Yisrael because the Torah gave it to us, because in the Tanakh we see it's ours, and then we're keeping the Torah to some extent, we're keeping the Torah, then we have an argument. Then we have an argument. But uh, if we claim that we have no allegiance to Torah like the early Zionists did claim, then what's our prerogative? Why do we deserve Eretz Yisrael? In fact, this is, this is a story I wanted to mention. This is actually brought up in the UN. 
when there was a discussion um, whether to grant the Jews, so to speak, uh, the rights to their homeland. So I don't know which representative it was, one of the other ambassadors there stood up and he said that if the Chinese would come along and say that they want, they have a right to China, I understand them. So the Chinese of today and the Chinese of a thousand years ago are doing exactly the same thing. They're still in the same place, they're still wearing the same clothing, they're talking the same language, they're cultivating the same rice fields. Nothing's changed. So if you want to say that we have the, they have the right, you know, they're continuing an unbroken chain of Chinese rice farmers, I understand that they, 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 nothing's changed. So that they belong, they belong together, so to speak. Whereas he said to the Jewish representatives, he said, you have no connection to the Jews who lived in Eretz Yisrael 2,000 years ago. You, don't, you wouldn't understand each other. You don't speak the language, you don't have a similar culture, nothing. So what's your right? Just because once upon a time your ancestors lived there. So it's interesting. The Zionists didn't have a good answer. But there was, a, there was a, one of the Rabbanim, the early Rabbanim of Eretz Yisrael, um, who answered the question. It was actually a brilliant answer. It revolves around this point. He said, the difference between us and the Chinese. He says, if you would ask the Chinese of today, would you be interested in meeting your great-great-great-grandfather a thousand years ago? Are you interested in meeting him? Are you interested in knowing what his life was like? He wouldn't have that much interest. I mean, it might be interesting to catch up on family history. Right? But more than that, what's the difference to me? What, what equipment he used to plow the fields, what, what kind of things he ate, well, what, what do I care? What does it affect my life? What he did a thousand years ago. He said, if you'd ask a Jew today, would you like to meet one of your ancestors of 2,000 years ago? He said, 100%. He was a rabbi, remember? He said, 100%. There isn't a single thing we wouldn't ask him. We want to know what bracha they said on this film, what bracha they said on that film. We want to know what size the kiddush cup was, and what do they think the astro was, and how what kind of children did they wear. Every single thing in our life would be very interested in knowing what they did then because. It makes a big difference to us. If we had some kind of aidus from the Tanoim and all the Machlaikasim in Halakha, it would be fantastic. That's the Yisrael. What connects us to Eretz Yisrael is the Torah. What connects us to the people of Eretz Yisrael, we're containing the Torah. Without that argument, we don't really have a case to Eretz Yisrael. The same thing, way back, Moshe was trying to show them also. When you go into Eretz Yisrael, you take the stones and you build them into a Mizbech and write the Torah. That's the connection to Eretz Yisrael. Our schus in Eretz Yisrael. Uh, is because we're taking the Torah with us. There was a second point. You showed it as well. To show them the nest. To remind them of the nest. But, uh, but the Ica point was the, the understanding that we come into Israel to build the stones that to have the Torah written in them. That's the Ask That's our connection to Israel.